The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Welcome to Foundational Missions Leadership Moment. Join your host, Scott McClelland of FX Missions, as he deep dives into the lives of leaders to glean secrets that will propel today's leaders to new heights. Here's Scott. Hi, Scott McClelland here with the FX Missions Leadership Moment. Thanks for joining us. Hey, kind of a special recording today, a special session, kind of a mic flip, if you will. I'm on uh, Shana Rattler's podcast here. And this uh, of Shana Speaks, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. So Shana had me on the show, and I thought you guys would maybe enjoy hearing my perspective a little bit as she questions me and as we go through some things there. So thanks for joining us. Tell someone about the FX Missions Leadership Moment, and many blessings to you. You know, one of the reasons why I have this podcast is because I know that sometimes it is a struggle for people to figure out how do I not silo my faith from what it is that I do professionally. And so the reason why I created this prop, this podcast um, predominantly was so that we really can help people understand how they blend faith and business. What do you think, Scott, are some of the common barriers that keep people from being able to incorporate their faith into their professional roles? Well, I think that's a great question, by the way. And I think there's some sort of classical mistakes, I think, that we make. And from my perspective uh, that I've had in my own life, I think we've got a big sacred secular divide that is in our mind. Mm -hmm. And we think about we do this stuff because we've got to make a living and we do these things because they have spiritual significance mm. and those two worlds don't touch each other. Right. Uh, often they don't intersect. And I think that's just a, you know, that that's just a, a misconception. Mm -hmm. It's not true. I mean, the scriptures are clear, you know, everything that we do, we're supposed to do that as we're doing it for the Lord himself, right. you know, that we're supposed to do it hardly as a service to the Lord and not to people. And that, that encouragement was even right on down to people who were in indentured servitude. The scriptures are really narrow there in terms of saying that no matter what your circumstance is, good or bad, you can do your job as if you're doing it for the Lord himself and not for others. Now, if you do it, if you can find a way to accept the invitation to do that, you can do 10 times better <laughs> in your whatever you're doing than you would, you know, than you would be able to do if you were doing it as toward those people. So uh, A.W. Tozer said it really well. He said, what makes a person's work holy is not what he does or what she does, but why he or she does it. 
Mm. That to me has been so helpful. I mean, A.W. Tozer, one of my favorites. I I just am so encouraged by the awareness that I can serve God by serving others. And it counts for serving God, no matter what I'm doing, because I'm doing it as a service unto him primarily. Wow. That's good. I'm just taking notes. So what advice would you have? So if there's a leader who is listening to this podcast right now and they're like, okay, I get it. Like everywhere I go, there I am. So if I have faith, then it should be pretty, um, it should, my faith should be an extension of who I am, even if in my, in my professional life. So what advice would you give to someone that may be listening that is actually struggling to do that? I think there's a process that we're all going through mm-hmm. and we're going to find ourselves along this spectrum, right? All of us, including me. And I mean, some I've been able to bring some of these things on, but it, I'm, I'm still in the process. I think recognizing that it's the process and not an event is yeah. important because wherever we are, like you say, that's where we find ourselves. And whatever step we are with the Lord in terms of incorporating our faith into our day-to-day activities I think we realize that's a process and we ask the Lord, Lord, help me to see what you're seeing in this situation. Help me to help me to know what it is that I can do that has eternal value. Even if I'm touching widgets, you know, if I'm handling products or services or whatever I'm doing, help me to understand that the eternal aspects of that are the people that I'm doing it with. And help me to see the value that you have, you know, that you have for those people and help me to cultivate that value in them and do it in a way that brings you glory. And then you realize you're going to grow in that. And the way we grow in that is that we're challenged in it. You know, we realize our shortcomings or maybe ways that we're still trying to serve ourselves. And in that taking courage to persist in the process, realizing that it is one is going to help us make something more out of that, that we can have as a foundation to build on. First realization and then realizing this process and committing that to the Lord. Man, listen, when you said the process is not an event, that blessed me so much, (laughs) you know, because I've heard T.D. Jakes say in the past that we all want the promise, but we don't want the process. And there's... on Facebook and on Instagram all this year, and I think that it was even more relevant for all the things that you know 2020 has thrown at us, that we all recognize that we can't avoid the process and we're being encouraged to embrace the process. But it kind of goes mm. back to what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Uh, you know, sometimes the process is not going to be overnight and you have to stand your ground and, you know, have some perseverance and some tenacity, because like you said, it's not an event. Event is something that starts at a certain time and usually stops at a certain time um, with very little time in between the start and stop. Mm. But the process mm. is not an event. That, I'm tweeting that. That is so good. That is so good. <laughs> Tag me. I love you. Was, I love you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like terrible at Twitter. I mean, I have a little exposure to social media. Instagram that. <laughs> Do it. Tag me. So FX Missions. At FX Missions. <laughs> I definitely will tag you. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's good. That needs to be a t-shirt. I, so I, I appreciate begin, that. As we begin to wrap this up, let's look at something a little bit more 
um, lighthearted, if you will. What are you reading right now? Well, I'm in between books. Obviously, I'm doing my Bible reading and I'm several days ahead. You know, I, I'm that's good for me when I'm, I'm ahead of schedule, you know, but I've just finished uh, uh, recently Seth Godin's The Practice. Okay. You know, I'm the kind of guy I approach learning like, who have I decided that there's nothing I can learn from them? Okay, I haven't decided there's nothing I can learn from anyone. So I can learn, hopefully, from any avenue. And Seth Godin, sometimes he has a lot to offer. I really like some of the things he says, but some of the things I'm in total disagreement with him from a worldview standpoint. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem to keep me from being able to learn from him. So I, I read, um, I've read several of his books. And the practice is, This is Marketing by Seth Godin, extremely good book. And the practice also is about how do creatives make a difference in their creative expression and those kinds of things. And I really like that book. I'm, I'm constantly listening to a book or reading, but uh, that's one I could definitely recommend. That's good. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm full of these sayings this, on this episode, but I heard someone say one time, I don't have to live like you to learn from you. And so like, <laughs> you know, there's some things from a worldview that you don't necessarily agree with them, but that doesn't mean that there's not something that you still can, you know, learn from that individual. Right. So I yes. I totally agree with that. And I'm, and I'm thankful for it. I think it's a place we come to. We should be always, learning and growing. And I think the Lord gives us some opportunities are blatant. You know, we know this is going to be a lesson from God and it's through a typical vessel. <laughs> and then there are other ones that are kind of sneaky and we got to be paying attention to get those. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's good stuff. Well, thank you so much um, for sharing your insight with our listeners. How can they find you and follow you? Well, and thank you for having me. It, it's been a joy. Hopefully I'm not as over-caffeinated as I think I sound. You're not <laughs> sounding over-caffeinated. Give me a break. <laughs> so the, uh, the blog or website that we have is FX, like Frank X-Ray, FXmissions, plural, dot com. We're at the Leadership Podcast. Uh, you can get to it at leadersmoment.org. And then we have from the forefront, all spelled out, dot com is the missions podcast. As for me, I'm Scott McClelland, of course, and Scott at fxmissions.com is my email address. So pretty easy to find. We're on those uh, media channels at, you know, FX Missions on Instagram or okay. Twitter or but really, some of that stuff we don't keep up with. And I'll apologize in advance for anybody who finds us on Twitter because it looks like we died five years ago. <laughs> I must have died with you. We must have been together when we died. <laughs> I died on Twitter. Did you ever stagger out into Twitter and didn't realize you're in the bus lane and here comes one? People will like to fight on Twitter and I, I couldn't keep up. It was a robust struggle. But yeah, that's we, we have some content. That I have not even tried. Like, you know, like I had, a, <laughs> I had a presence on Twitter when it first became popular only because I thought I, should, I, I was told that I should. Again, I had been shoulded mm. on. <laughs> but it was yes. that I've never um, 
I may have put it in my social media scheduler to put some comments out there on Twitter, but it's never been a platform that I have actually followed with or, or engaged with. So I will make mm. sure that um, the links to your website, the links to both of your podcasts and the links to your Instagram are all in the show notes of this episode. So Scott, thank you again so much um, for being here today. I really, really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Shana. I appreciate you inviting me and blessings to you for the the season we're in. And yeah, let's do it again soon. You've got to come back to our podcast very soon. Thank you. I would love to. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Scott with today's Leadership Moment. We hope you've apprehended an inspirational nugget or two that when activated in your own life will be imparted into those you lead. You may contact Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit fxmissions.com to learn more about how you can grow your own leadership and engage in missions. Until next time, good day, everyone.